Okay. Alrighty. Hopefully that didn't screw things up. But if it did, whatever. Okay. Holy hell, it is cold, man. Jeez, look how that shit is freezing. I'm, I might be shivering for a little while. Um, damn, what a good movie. Oh my god, we are going to talk about the crimes of Grindelwald. Uh, wow. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. I mean, I don't have a whole lot to complain about, honestly. For a movie I did not expect to be very good. Or rather, a movie I didn't really expect to... Uh, care about. It blew me out of the water. It blew me out of the water. Uh, wow. That might be a contender for one of the top movies of the year, in my personal opinion. Uh, what I loved about Harry Potter, uh, the magic of the world, the, the, world building, whatever they call that. I mean, this, it captures it completely. It captures it completely. And, uh, wow. I am incredibly impressed. The, the effects are stunning. Incredible effects. Like the movie is really, really good looking. Uh, the CGI, because it's in a magical world, that's dude. So there's two ways to get out of here, and that dude went the other way, which is slower because you have to wait for the people who are going straight. So I just found out scientifically that my way is faster, and I love it. I love that. I love when I when I do those traffic patterns. I love it. Uh, oh my goodness! Wow. Uh, it was it was very pretty. That dude just ran a red light. It was um. It, if, if my only complaint about the crimes of Grindelwald, before we get into spoiler talk and all that stuff, the only complaint I really have about it is in the middle of the movie, it kind of gets a little bit long where you're not quite clear about when it's going to end. It has a very Empire Strikes Back feel. Like Infinity War had a very Empire Strikes Back feel. You, I mean... And that's really all I want to say in the non-spoiler por- portion of this uh, review, this this little talk about that we're going with here, uh, because it's so good. I want you to go watch this movie. If you are ever a fan of Harry Potter at any point, you read the books, you, uh, you watched the movies, and maybe you didn't even like them, I feel like if you watch this series, you would like it. Honestly, this movie sold to me. Now, when I first watched Fantastic Beasts, the first movie, I, uh, I would doubted it. I was like this, how many stories can you really tell about this book that was basically just like a, a nothing book? It was nothing. It was, and they've made it into something incredible. The storytelling is fantastic. Uh, and after that first movie, I was like, oh, I'm impressed. Wow. I give a damn about this character. And, you know, you get to other people, I'm actually going to change, uh, you get to other people in this story and you're like, wow, I don't care about this guy either. I don't care about this guy. I don't care about this lady. I don't care about this person. And then eventually you get to the point where you're like, actually, you know what? I do care about these people. 
they do a really good job of making you care about all of these characters. Whereas Harry Potter, honestly, did not do that for me as the movies went on and as I got older. As I got older and as those movies aged, I felt more and more of a disconnect with all of the characters. I remember the first movie being incredible. I hated Harry Potter. I hated that uh, it was so popular. I just didn't understand it. I thought it was for nerds. And after watching that first movie, I was like, oh my God, where's my freaking letter, man? Where's my letter? And then I watched the second movie, and again, I was impressed. And I loved the Basilisk, and I loved everything about it. I loved the world. Third movie came out, still pretty good. Fourth movie, I was like, oh, it's kind of taking a turn to, you know, something that's not as magical anymore. It's more real and teenagery and angsty and ugh, right? Whereas Fantastic Beasts really has reawakened my love for this wizarding world that they're building. I would love to watch the sequel to this second movie right now. Right now. I would pay easily $100 right now if I could see it. Uh, to see what happens, to know what happens to the characters I like. And oddly enough, I think I liked... Shoot, I mean, just about every character was incredible. Just about every single one of them. Uh, I, I really have no complaints about them. <laughs> I, I, every uh, character was acted really, really well. I'm, the acting in this movie is fantastic. No pun intended. <laughs> it's great. It's incredible. Uh, I mean, casting choices and everything. I, I, I couldn't be more impressed. I could not be more impressed. This dude is in the middle of the intersection in a red light. Ah! People like that make me upset. Please don't hurt me in my lane. Uh, <laughs> Jesus. Wow. Okay, so now that I'm almost home, I want to get into spoilers because this movie felt like a very big movie. Honestly, this movie might not make a whole lot at the box office. It might be a little bit of a sleeper. But I feel like this completely deserves to be in talks with, uh, with Infinity War, which I thought was incredible this year. Uh, A Star is Born is also one of my favorite movies of this year. This movie, it was incredible. Um, and the gimmick of him using magical beasts fits so perfectly. And it gives you just the perfect amount of, you know, nods to the Harry Potter franchise. It's wonderful. So let's get into spoilers now. If you, if, if I didn't sell it to you enough, let's get into spoilers. Uh, immediately, uh, it kind of starts off and Newt is separated from, uh, Tina. Tina is the R from America who kind of had a little bit of a love interest in the last movie. And honestly, I forgot a little bit about these characters. I didn't really know a whole lot about them. So I had to kind of get back into it. I was like, oh, yeah, they did like each other. That's right. Or they had kind of had a thing for each other. Um, but it turns out that New actually also has feelings for another woman as well named Lita Lestrange. And she also is marrying his brother, Newt's brother, Theseus, or Theseus, or however you say it. Uh, so it's a weird love rectangle, <laughs> uh, love 
trinity. I don't know what to call it. Uh, it's incredible. And it's strange because typically the main character only has one love interest. In this movie, he's got two. And he's struck, and well, really three if you count all of his magical creatures. You really don't know who he really loves. And even in the end of the movie, it gets kind of crazy. So that was incredibly interesting to me. They bring back the side characters, Jacob and Queenie. I didn't remember their names at the beginning of this movie. But man, again, I've only seen Fantastic Beasts once. And I really liked it when I watched it. It was incredible. But only seeing it once, those names are going to, you know, leave me. And and I'm going to forget them. Uh, So Queenie and Jacob uh, find Newt. And they say that Tina is in France looking for... Uh, something or whatever, just hanging out, whatever. And Newt decides to go to France on behalf of Albus Dumbledore, who cannot move against um, Grindelwald. We'll talk about that in a minute. So he decides to go after Tina, and Jacob and Queenie are there. Now, Jacob and Queenie's story in this is incredible. I loved those two, really, those two from the first movie, and uh, Newt's commander, I forget the guy who plays him, they sold it to me. They sold it. I was like, wow, these guys are really, really incredible actors. And they're playing their parts incredibly well. And in this second movie, they do nothing short of impress me again. Incredible. Jacob and Queenie have an incredible connection on screen and their characters. And I love it. I love everything about it, honestly. He's not a good-looking guy. He's like the Ron Weasley of this world. And Queenie is not the smartest of gals. So she's not the Hermione of this world. And yet, they are having an incredible thing uh, between themselves. And I am invested in both of their love stories. Uh, I could have ran this red light, but I'm choosing to break. Not ran it. Uh, I would have made the yellow. But I'm choosing to go slow and break because I want to talk more. I want to talk more about this incredible movie. Uh, So Jacob and Queenie have an incredible story arc in this one. They had an incredible story arc in the last one. And these are only supplemental characters. These are side characters, not main characters at all. And yet, here I am giving a damn about their livelihood. And honestly, at the end of this movie, man, I was like, oh my god, really? This is incredible. And is she going to do it? And then they try to, at the end of the movie, there's a, a scene where if you go through the fire, the faith fire of Grindelwald, if you're not 100% on board, you burn up and you die. So some people try to go through and they burn up and they die. And when Queenie goes through, she stutters a little bit, and you can see that she kind of feels it. And you're wondering, oh my god, are they going to kill her? And then she gets through the fire, and she joins Grindelwald. Heel turn! Woo! Heel turn! Baby! Yo! Let's talk about the bad guys now. Let's talk about the bad guys. Queenie turns heel, not really, but she's just trying to do what's right. And Grindelwald thinks he's trying to do what's right. His motivation in this movie is incredible. I was ready near the end of the movie, right before, when he had his speech, I was like, damn, you know what? Maybe it would be better if they ruled over the muggles. Because, yeah, he's right. Look at what's about to happen in the world. World War II, nuclear bomb, Iwo Jima, all of this terrible suffering and stuff. The, the, oh my God, just the terribleness of all of it. And... Maybe it would be better if we had um, an overseer. And even in my head, I was like, wow, he's laying down some incredibly well-thought-out plot points that 
it would be incredibly difficult for me to say no to him. And I found myself going, you know what, I might have walked through that fire because otherwise I was going to die facing death or maybe a possible better future. Yeah, I think I might have joined Grindelwald after that speech. Really, really good. Nothing crazy, but I man, Grindelwald's motivation in this movie is incredible. His relationship with Dumbledore is finally brought to light and uh, it's canon now. So there were a lot of people, and this is what's crazy, is the author came out after Harry Potter and she said, Dumbledore's gay. And a lot of people had issues with this. Um, and I didn't really ever have an issue with it. My, my only uh, issue with it at all was, well, why are you retconning it now? If you, if you think he's gay and it's integral to his character, why would you not have put that in the movies at all? Um, that's my that's my only gripe about him ever being gay. But I know a lot of people in my life who go, that's bullshit, Dumbledore's not gay, and I do not agree with that. And and this was, of course, 12 years ago. That, well, not 12 years ago. That was, that's probably a bit too long. The last book didn't come out quite 12 years ago, I don't believe. But after the last book landed, a lot of people had issues with that, and they just couldn't get over the fact about it. They address it in this movie. They make it pretty damn clear that Grindelwald and Albus Dumbledore had a relationship and they loved each other. But by the end of this movie, you kind of tell, okay, they did love each other and it's going to kill them to do this to each other. But man, they're going to have to kill each other. So there's a big ass truck carrying equipment. Um, down my road. I'm going to go around the block because why not? Why not go around the block? I actually have to get gas anyway. Well, eh, eh, I really want to go home. <laughs> I don't know. Ah, tomorrow's Friday. Ah, what to do? I'm very conflicted. I'm conflicted after this movie. Uh, so Dumbledore and Grindelwald, it's addressed. They do care for each other in this movie. And you can see that. And I'm so happy that it's finally being addressed. Uh, I'm on board. I'm on board. The way they told it, I'm interested to talk to some of my friends who were naysayers about the whole Dumbledore business because I do have some friends who were naysayers. And I want to hear what they think about it. I want to hear if they think that it was handled well. I would love to hear their um, opinions on it. Uh, so let's get to the bad guys here. Because I want to talk about Grindelwald. Right at the beginning of this movie, he goes, I like that house. I want to live in that house. If I have to live in that house, I have to kill the people who are in that house. Are we getting gas? We're not getting gas. Son of a bitch. We're not getting gas. I don't want to get gas. I don't want to get gas tonight. It's just under half a tank. I don't need it. I don't want it. Sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, this is a great movie. Uh... Man, so he goes into this house, kills the mother, kills the father. Yeah, we didn't, we just thought that there were two people there. So then they go, whoa, we're going to be evil, do evil things. Ha 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 ha. And I'm like, okay, so he's a bad guy. They hear a baby in the back room. They hear a baby in the back room. I don't remember if I did a, uh, a post. Maybe I did. But in, uh, Friday, I can't even remember the name of the movie right now. Friday the 13th? No, yes, no, what was the name of that movie? That movie that I just reviewed on this damn podcast, what is it called? 
Friday, Friday the 13th, Halloween, Halloween. In Halloween, the bad guy of Halloween kills a little boy as his very first kill brutally bashes his skull against the window until he is dead. And then he comes across an infant child who no longer has someone to take care of him. Okay. And decides, nope, not going to kill the baby. I'm not that evil. And my friends were defending it. And I said, bullshit, if he's a heartless murderer, he kills the baby. And I was upset that he didn't kill the baby. Now, that's a little strange. But in this movie, Grindelwald is so evil. And his followers are so evil. They come across the baby, he looks at it, and he's sad because he knows, well, I'm not taking care of this thing, and I'm, I've am i just killed its parents, that's too bad, uh-oh, well, evil plans, gotta do evil things, I don't have time for this. He doesn't even kill the baby, he makes his lackey kill the baby, they kill the baby. So you're telling me that in the wonderful wizarding world of Harry Potter, the evil people can kill babies, but Halloween, the murderous, I don't give a damn about nothing murderer, who kills people savagely, children, can't kill a baby, bullshit. This is how you make a villain, man. This is how you make a villain. Ooh, he'll kill babies, but he'll smile at you and he'll say that he's not the bad guy at the end of the movie. And then he'll kill more people. He is a good villain, man. Not as good as Thanos, but a good villain nonetheless. I loved this freaking movie, go see it. Uh, It's the big reveal at the end is the heel turn from Queenie, in my opinion, is crazy. Uh, Nagini, the snake, is in this movie. Uh, and we find out that, whatever his name was, he is actually Dumbledore's brother. And he is the only one who can kill Dumbledore because he know he's part of the Dumbledore family and he's just as great a wizard as Dumbledore is. So uh, Credence joins Grindelwald Grindelwald is going to have him kill Albus Dumbledore because Grindelwald and Albus Dumbledore made a blood pact that they can't kill each other even though they're on opposite sides now. It's freaking, it's almost Shakespearean. It's poetic, goddammit. This was a great movie. At the end, uh, Albus Dumbledore has his uh, uh, lineup of people, uh, Jacob the Muggle, Newt's commander, Newt's brother, Theseus, Theseus, uh, Nicholas Flamel, from the Sorcerer's Stone is in this movie. The whole Ministry of Magic versus Grindelwald and the Lestrange uh, family. The the Lestrange family is in this. Bellatrix Lestrange, her ancestors are in this movie. Uh, The other, I'm sure people that lead to Voldemort are in this movie. I'm sure I've missed, I missed loads of um, uh, of, uh, Easter eggs and things like that. But Albus Dumbledore's brother is alive and well, and he is going after Dumbledore. Incredible, incredible, incredible. This was a must-see movie, in my opinion. A must-see movie probably two times. I might actually go back and watch it again because of how incredible it was. It was a really, really solid movie. If you want to go see it, you need to go see it. If you don't want to go see it, I implore you to watch the first movie and then the second one as well. It's easily just as good. This was a great movie. I freaking loved it. 10 out of 10, in my opinion, it's Empire Strikes Back worthy. It's in there with Empire Strikes Back. It's in there with Infinity War. It's made its name. And and honestly, it might be my top three because I love Chamber of Secrets and I love the first Harry Potter. 
this might be in that area of top three Harry Potter movies of all time. Uh, wow. Wow. Fantastic Beasts is actually not far behind because that was a pretty decent movie as well. OMG. Well, I'm home. I've been home for about two and a half minutes, three minutes or so. I need to go and decompress. It's been a long day. It's been a stressful day. And it's been a roller coaster ride of a day. I'm going to go decompress, play some games, do some streaming, things like that. Oh, buddy. Thanks for listening. Ciao. Uh, Driving Me Crazy podcast. Once again, wrapping up uh, with the song. I don't know what song I'm going to choose, but uh, you can guarantee it'll be a good one. Uh, That being said, ciao.